Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. The American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com Tim. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash T-I-M. Today is December 27th, 2021, and our first story, Joe Rogan has officially canceled a sold-out show in Vancouver over the vaccine mandate. It's getting real, folks. Joe didn't cancel his Madison Square Garden event, but now, because of the mandates, he's shutting it down. In our next story, over 6,000 flights have been canceled as Omicron surges and airlines face staffing shortages. And in our last story... Viral videos show people in plastic boxes and bags as COVID paranoid families overreact to Omicron. Meanwhile, Democrats don't seem to care all that much, even though they push these rules. Now, if you like the show, give us a good review and leave us five stars. Now, let's get into that first story. Joe Rogan's sold-out show in Vancouver has been officially canceled and is due to the vaccine mandates. In a recent episode of the Joe Rogan Experience with guest Tim Dillon, Rogan said he didn't know if the show was going to happen. He didn't even think he'd be able to get into the country. Now we have formal confirmation from Ticketmaster. The show has been canceled by the event organizers. Interestingly, in the podcast, Joe mentions that It might not be canceled, but he was saying, we don't know if they're going to pull this BS where they say at the last minute, you know what, we're cutting capacity in half and then just refund half the people anyway. So Joe's just Joe Rogan came out and said he wasn't vaccinated. He wasn't getting vaccinated. He has antibodies and it makes no sense. And this is huge. Joe Rogan performed at Madison Square Garden. They had a vaccine mandate. He did not cancel the show. I was a bit critical. I was saying Joe should. He should should say, no way, I'm not doing this. But to be fair, I don't know about the internal workings of Joe Rogan's company and the contract he may have had with Madison Square Garden. And he did offer up refunds to anybody who didn't want to go because of the vaccine mandates. But my attitude was still like, dude, if you're this opposed to vaccine mandates, if you are this adamantly against it, take a stand and say no way. Because even if you're offering up refunds, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be like, I will abide by the mandate because Joe Rogan is one of the funniest comedians ever. I got to be honest, I've seen a lot of comedy shows, and I got I to gotta tell you, Joe, second funniest. And I mean it. I'm not trying to be a dick. No, Joe Rogan is legit. I've seen a lot of comedy shows. Second funniest show I've ever saw was Joe Rogan. The first was Andrew Doyle and Jonathan Pye. Because I'll be honest with you guys, I think Joe's fantastic. But Jonathan Pye and Andrew Doyle, he's the guy who does Titanium McGrath. It was so funny. I was in physical pain to the point where I was like, I might have to leave the room. Not even kidding. Anyway, I'm just being, I'm just being an ass. Joe Rogan's amazing, and there's a lot of people who want to see him so bad that they'll abide by this vax mandate. But here's, here's what I, I said you know, later on the issue, or I, I, I added to my point. When it comes to Joe Rogan not canceling for Madison Square Garden, you've got a city mandate, which 
They, they, he, what's he going to do? Break this contract? Medicine Square Garden's going to be like, you're on the hook for tens of millions of dollars. And then Joe's like, when it comes to the vaccine mandate in New York, Joe signed up for this, you know, he signed this deal to do this event, whatever the deal was, I don't know. And then they spring the vaccine mandate on right before the show's supposed to happen when everything's already done, already organized. And there are a lot of companies involved in setting this up. So Joe was probably in, of the opinion, like, I can't just shut it all down. It doesn't work that way. There's penalties, there's repercussions, there's, there's collateral damage in the, in, you know, to people's lives. Now, when it comes to Canada, Joe can't even go to Canada. So there you go. Now, well, I want to read through this and show you what Joe said, but I also think it's very important to point out New Year's is canceled, my friends. Fauci says to cancel New Year's Eve parties as millions struggle for normalcy two years into the pandemic and cities across the globe are canceling New Year's Eve celebrations over Omicron. All right, here it is. Your holidays are gone. And I think I can tell you a little bit about why it's happening, why they're shutting down your, your holidays, why travel is being completely disrupted. Could be just COVID. Could be something else. But let's read this, read this story from TimCast.com. Joe Rogan's sold-out Vancouver show canceled due to vaccine mandates. Comedian and podcast host Joe Rogan said his sold-out April show in Canada is unlikely to take place because of the vaccine mandates. Quote, I don't even think I can get into the country. I don't think I can, I can go. And even if I do go, I don't trust the, that Vancouver is not going to follow suit with what Toronto did, where they cut capacity to 50%. He added, I'm not vaccinated. I'm, go, I'm not going to get vaccinated. I have antibodies. It doesn't make any sense. Ticketmaster confirmed the show has been canceled, noting that all tickets should be refunded without purchasers needing to take any action. The April 20th show was scheduled to take place in Vancouver at the Rogers Arena, home of the Vancouver Canucks. Canucks Sports and Entertainment released a statement on December 17th, announcing new limits on the event center's capacity due to regulations issued by the government of British Columbia. So over at Ticketmaster.ca, it says, event canceled. Unfortunately, the event organizer has had to cancel your event. No action is required to obtain a refund. It will be processed to the original method of payment used at the time. A time of purchase once funds are received from the event organizer, which is usually completed within 30 days. If the event organizer is offering, offering a credit option, you will be given blah, blah, blah. Please note that the tickets were transferred to you. The refund will go to the fan who originally purchased the tickets from Ticketmaster CR Policy. And that's it. Shut down. Joe Rogan's a very, very wealthy man. So this isn't that big of a deal. I mean, it's a big deal. It is. Joe, when he does these events, he talks about things like this. He calls out things like this on, on left or right. Doesn't matter. That's important. That's a sane person coming out and saying, yo, heads up, like check this out and making it funny and making it relatable. They shut that down. Joe does lose money on this one. Probably a lot of money. Yeah, but Joe is a wealthy guy. So here's why. Here's what I mean to say. There's a lot of people who don't have the resources of Joe Rogan, who are having their events shut down as well. And this, it's everything. If they're, if they're someone who makes like a couple grand and they do like one or two shows a month, a big show that's going to get them a couple grand, having a show shut down could be paying your rent. So we got to pay attention to how this is, this is serious. And we shouldn't be saying it's, it's fine. Joe can afford it. That's a ridiculous notion. Quote, as per the announcement today by the province of BC, British Columbia, I believe, and the uh, provincial health minister, capacities at Rogers Arena and Abbotsford Center will be reduced to 50% as of Monday, December 20th with rising COVID-19 cases. Joe Rogan called it. We continue to work closely with local health authorities as we support each other to keep the community safe as the pandemic continues. 
To enter the arena, all staff, guests, and employees must show proof of full COVID-19 vaccination. Unvaccinated people, as well as those who are partially vaccinated, will be denied entry. And of course, that means now, what, three vaccines? On the same day, Canada's national government announced an expansion to COVID-19 travel restrictions in an effort to contain the spread of the Omicron variant. These measures, guided by prudence, are intended to reduce the transmission of the Omicron variant in Canada and help provinces and territories slow community spread. So we know it's confirmed. Fauci is saying shut down your New Year's. Now, I can't tell you the why. Telling you why it's happening would require me to read the minds of people like Dr. Fauci. I can tell you what is happening. I'd like you all to think back to when you were a kid. And not all of you, but many of you may remember waking up on Christmas morning, running to the tree where their presents littered all about. There is a cookie on a, t- on, on a plate with a glass of warm milk next to it, and the cookie has but a single bite. Because Santa, of course, can't eat all the cookies. I mean, he's a portly fella, but he has to take the one bite, put it down. Many of you may have other uh, holiday uh, tradition memories. Hanukkah, for instance, another prominent holiday. But uh, many of you probably had Christmas, the overwhelming majority. It's going away. Kids today who are growing up in the pandemic are not going to remember these traditions. They're going to remember the weird, the, 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 the strange, the suffering, the pain. Now, many people are having their holidays, but a lot of people are canceling it. So what happens when you're a kid who doesn't grow up with these traditions, at least for the past two years, substantial portion of your life? If you're 10 years old, I mean, this is 20% of your life. You're not going to hold as much. You're not going to value it as much. It's almost like the culture is being stripped away. And now Fauci says cancel New Year's Eve parties. Cancel your New Year's Eve parties? The, the, ball, the ball drops and we're all screaming and we do it every hour for 24 hours, basically. Not everybody. Yeah, all this is going away. When we cancel these, kids are going to grow up without these traditions, without these celebrations, and that will weaken them. It won't completely get rid of them because I went to six Christmas parties yesterday. It's very exhausting. But we did. We went around. It was fun. We, you know, met people. I went to one house where I had a uh, like eight or nine jalapeno poppers, like real ones, though, bacon wrapped jalapenos with cheese and bacon. Oh, it was so good. Not like the breaded fried stuff you get in the freezer. No, these were legit. Sliced in half, all that good stuff. Christmas parties are fun. We see family, we meet people, we talk to other people. I met a guy who was telling me about all the crazy travels he's done. He went to Ukraine and he went to the, re- the reactor. And I was like, you went to the reactor in, in, in Pripyat, Chernobyl? Cool stories, cool fun, connecting with people. Being wiped away. Fauci wants to cancel our New Year's Eve parties now. Well, let me tell you something. There's a viral video going around. And it is uh, Lori Lightfoot of Chicago wishing everyone a happy Kwanzaa. There's also a viral tweet from college Republicans on Twitter that says happy Kwanzaa. Now, a lot of people are critical of Kwanzaa. I don't care all too much about Kwanzaa. I don't know. It's, it's another holiday. People, uh, you know, people on the right are bringing up that it was invented in 1966 by, you know, black uh, nationalists that it was. Um, and the idea was that they would create a holiday for their for, for, for the black community because their history, they didn't have these traditions being brought over here as slaves. But there is something that I think is dangerous that should be pointed out. Over at the Wikipedia for Kwanzaa, it says, Karenga, who is a, a major figure in the black power movement of the 60s and 70s, the creation of such holidays also underscored the essential premise that, quote, you must have a cultural revolution before the violent revolution. The cultural revolution gives identity, purpose, and direction. I, I think Karenga is completely correct. That's a, a Malana Karenga who created Kwanzaa in 1966. 
during the aftermath of the Watts riots. Uh, Malenga Karenga is right. I don't, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to like what uh, uh, Marenga says. But in order for there to be a violent revolution, you must have a cultural revolution. Not completely, not always, but it's a good point. In the United States, if we start doing away with our holidays, traditions, and values, what happens? You end up with two distinct tribes, and then you're on the verge of a violent revolution. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S.? With more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Imagine if all the people who grew up believing in certain American values, the Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment, I mean, the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, we would all of it. Those traditions get wiped away. A cultural revolution occurs. Then you can have a large faction of people sweep out violently the, the, the old guard. It's scary and in many ways dangerous because revolution doesn't mean good. It just means change. Change isn't always good. In fact, we've preserved a lot of really important traditions that have made uh, civil rights. We, we've, we've pushed civil rights to the forefront. We've expanded those. We've, we've banned and boy, um, uh, many things. We've boycotted companies. We have tremendously expanded civil rights through the values that we have retained. If we are to eliminate those, civil rights go out the window. That's my fear. That's what's happening. In countries without Western values, there are no civil rights. You know, it's really fascinating that you have these people who hate America and uh, the, the rights of minorities have been safeguarded and enshrined thanks to the values we have as a Western nation. And if you look at countries in the East, they don't have these things. And it's a whole lot worse for a whole lot of people. But here we go. There is a cultural revolution taking place. And Karenga is correct, uh, in a sense. I don't know if you need it, but it precipitates it, right? If people erase our cultural traditions, and it is supplanted by a larger growing and more violent culture, then violence will break out. There will be a violent revolution. Now, let's talk about New Year's, though. Fauci. Top White House coronavirus advisor Anthony Fauci said on CNN Monday morning that Americans should cancel their New Year's Eve parties due to the increasing spread of the Omicron coronavirus variant as Americans struggle to find some normalcy as the pandemic wraps up its second year. I would stay away from that, Fauci said when asked about the annual parties on CNN's New Day. I have been telling people consistently that if you're vaccinated and boosted and you have a family setting in the home with family and relatives, it's OK to gather. But when you're talking about a New Year's Eve party, we have 30, 40, 50 people celebrating. You do not know the status of their vaccination. I would recommend strongly stay away from that this year. New York has a, a, a record COVID cases. Israel is now saying four shots. Yo, 
Your pathetic crackpot lockdown BS is not the way forward. Never was. And we learn that now because we have the gift of hindsight. Now, by all means, I, act, I, I, I think you talk to a doctor about what makes sense for you. And, and I stress this point every time. And it's not just because YouTube says, like, you know, you can't give medical advice or whatever. Yo, it's because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I can't tell you about the science. What I can tell you is that Florida, people are moving to Florida in droves and they're leaving California in droves. And Florida has some of the lowest cases and lowest deaths in the country. And they don't have these lockdowns. These policies from Fauci have been burning this country to the ground. And the crackpot psychotic despot has a smile on his face as he does it and says, I am the science. No, you're not. You're, you're a past his prime crackpot who works in a room with a painting of himself talking about all these stupid policies that aren't working. Policy, policy, policy. It's ridiculous. You know, and you have people cowering in fear. But hey, next year we have an election. So don't be surprised if it gets that much worse. Fauci's advice comes on the heel as many, uh, many officials are telling Americans they should shun unvaccinated family members. Oh, you know what, man? This is crazy to me. Cities across the globe cancel New Year's Eve celebrations over Omicron. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do for New Year's. I'm going to tell you so you can you can partake. We're going to the casino, baby. We are going to enjoy a fine bottle of Trump champagne that I got from the Trump hotel. I'm not kidding. We went to the Trump hotel and they had you open the fridge and there's a bottle of Trump brand champagne. And uh, we're going to open that and enjoy it. And uh, we're going to have some some steak. Everyone's going to get a little bit of steak and we're going to we're going to have like a pregame at the house with everybody. And then we're going to go to the casino, local casino out here. You can go find it. Hollywood Casino. That's where we'll be hanging out. And we're going to have a good time. And, uh, you know, you, here's what you do when you celebrate, when you go to these places. You don't don't bring a ton of money. You don't go there to win. You go there to play. The house always wins. The house has the edge. OK, I've, I've been talking about casino lately because we, we, we've gone over the past couple of weekends. But uh, you go there for fun. They have a nice steakhouse. They got restaurants. They're opening the new Barstool Sports Arena. I'm, I, I'm loving this place because it's such an escape from the psychosis. You bring you bring what you can. You get a small budget. You play until you run out. Uh, you, you play until you lose or win. And then you stop. If you go there with a the mentality like, I'm going to win all this money, then you'll lose it all. If you go there with a couple hundred bucks and you're like, this is we're just, just going to play some games and have a good time, maybe you win. And if you don't, you get to hang out with your friends, you get to have some drinks, you get to laugh, you get to do the big countdown. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have the big celebration at a very densely packed uh, you know, casino. And they've got like, I think they're doing BGs. We're not, we're not giving this stuff up. There are people posting on social media like, we didn't do Christmas. We canceled our Christmas. And I'm like, I went to six. I went to six Christmas Christmases. Christmas I. What's the plural of Christmases? We went to six Christmas parties. I think six, maybe even more. I don't know. I can't remember. And we're going to do another one because that was when we went to Chicago. I'm not I'm not giving this stuff up. I remember waking up and coming down to the tree and seeing the presents. And we were not a wealthy family, but you'd open it up and you'd get socks or whatever that we could afford. And it was like, hey, I remember one time when I was a very little kid, we got a Nintendo. We got a Nintendo with Mario Brothers. Man, those are the days, huh? That's the family tradition. When you're a little kid and you're all excited, there's something to look forward to. And, t- and it's all being stripped away. From TimCast.com, 
The latest surge seems to have left almost no country or region untouched. According to a statement from Mayor Bill de Blasio's office in New York City, the Times Square tradition of New York's Eve will be scaled back with fewer people and everyone required to wear a mask. And you remember what happened uh, last year when Bill de Blasio and his wife danced in Times Square after kicking everybody out? They lock it down and then they dance in Times Square. These people are so evil, man. It's almost like dancing on graves. That's the craziest thing to me, too, throughout the last year when all the nurses were doing like dancing in the in the hospitals or whatever. And it's like there's dead people all over the place. You're at capacity and you were literally filming yourselves doing a choreographed dance. And the left's response was just like, but they need the reprieve. You know, they need to do something. I'm like, dude, you're dancing on graves, graves. You're in a hospital. There was one video where a lady was like, oh, oh my God, is this why we can't get any help? Because they dancing. And she films them all like dancing through the hallways. And she's like, we need help. I'm just sick. I'm sick of the tribalism. The cult. These people are insane. Nurses should not be dancing. Could you imagine your house is on fire and the fire department shows up and they're like, oh, yeah, we're dancing. It's like, please help. My, my house is burning down. They're like, hey, we're on break. It doesn't work that way. It's amazing. That's what people said. They, they need a break. They're on break. They're dancing. If they're on break, I got to be honest. Fine. Do what you want to do on your break, dance or otherwise. But it is not confidence building when you have people sitting there being like, my father is dying. And then someone marches down the hallway doing some jig. I think that's terrible. I think it's terrible. They say across the ocean in Europe, some major cities have already announced they've entirely or mostly canceling their celebration plans. As of Christmas Day, this is what some of the world's cities have chosen to do. Athens, no fireworks. Berlin, strict restrictions. Edinburgh, let's see, what do they, they, they announced details for post-Christmas restrictions. London, New Delhi, Paris, Rome, locking it down, shutting it down. And there you go. So I don't know. I don't know what y'all are doing. I'll tell you this. Ain't nobody taking away my holidays. I got COVID. It was really, really bad. It was the worst illness I've ever experienced. No joke, no lie. Hands down. I thought I was going to be in the hospital with this stuff. But I know that the mortality rate is, is relatively low. It's not like airborne Ebola or anything like that. But it was bad. And there's long-term health effects. And I think I still have some. I really, really do. I don't think it's actually causing any detriment. It's just kind of like, kind of feel it in the lungs, you know? On a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being completely fine and 10 being extreme lingering health effects, it's like a 1.1. I'm like, wow, I can still kind of feel it, you know? I wonder, wonder what that's all about. But I've been feeling great. I've been feeling better than ever. Been eating better. I've been taking vitamins. And ever since getting sick, I've just genuine, generally been feeling a lot better. But it was really, really bad. And I'm, and I'm grateful to the doctors and the, the treatment that we got. So I'll tell you this, man. I do not say any of this stuff about going to these celebrations, flaunting uh, or, 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 or flouting the rules and, and flaunting my health status or challenging it. I don't want to knock on wood or, I, you know, I don't want to tempt the fates. You get all these people who are like, yeah, COVID, so what? And they get it and they're like, oh, help me. Like, it's really bad. But I don't know what you do. Okay? So it's one thing to say. Here, here's where I think the safe place to be is respect how bad COVID is, especially the variants. They're saying, they're saying Omicron is more mild or whatever. I don't care. Respect the seriousness of it. But live your life. Understand the risks. Keep your hands washed. Don't, you know, there's simple things you can do. Sometimes wearing a mask does make sense. If you're sick, wear a mask. I don't care if, you're, if you've got COVID or you don't. If you've got a cold, be polite, wear a mask. Stop the droplets from getting in people's faces. 
but live your life. Don't shut down your plans, your holidays, wrap people in plastic wrap or whatever nonsense they're doing. And they're doing it. It's crazy. You know, you got to live your life. Take it seriously. Wash your hands. Make sure things are clean. But to be this pro-authoritarian mandate stuff is just wrong. As for Joe, throw it back to the opening story, man. Oh, good for him. I don't know if this was just because he can't do it or because he's outright like, dude, I don't trust him. I ain't doing it. Either way, the right thing is happening. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. over at youtube.com slash TimCast. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then. Right now, I am displaying an image on the screen of a woman sitting in a chair with a box made of PVC pipes, framed with PVC pipes, and then wrapped in plastic. And it reads, when your brothers make it possible for you to join the Christmas festivities. There are many photos and videos emerging of paranoid families terrified of COVID putting their family members in plastic bags and boxes because they're scared of COVID. Now, some of these people say they're COVID positive, and I can certainly understand people being worried about spreading COVID. But some of these cases that are popping up on social media are people who are like, I may have had a close contact. These are people who are saying outright they don't have COVID, haven't been tested, probably don't have it, but they are still engaging in this particularly absurd behavior. This is the point that we have reached. Dr. Fauci today said that you should not be going to New Year's Eve parties because of the risk. We have articles saying better to not have a Christmas party now than to grieve later because these people genuinely believe they will die. Now, look, I'll be the first to say I had COVID and it was the worst illness I've ever had. You certainly don't want to spread it. So I can respect that to a certain extent. But you know who doesn't care? The people who very often are pushing out these policies, locking down cities and states or otherwise. We have numerous instances in which Democrat politicians have said, you got to wear your mask, you got to lock down. And then they themselves get caught not doing these things. I mean, Gavin Newsom had that famous moment where he goes to the fancy restaurant. Gretchen Whitmer only a few months ago was at a D.C. bar. Masks are mandated, but they don't care. Now, this is not about me saying they're hypocrites. I mean, We can say they're hypocrites to claim everyone should wear a mask and then not do it. It's about the fact that whatever information they have, they are not scared in the same way that regular people are. Now across Twitter, people are saying, cancel Christmas, cancel Christmas. Well, Christmas passed. I enjoyed myself many a Christmas. We went to, I think, like five or six Christmas parties. But now New Year's is coming up. We are in this week after Christmas and before New Year's where Eh, the news is kind of slow. Everybody's chilling out. Nobody really wants to work. But we still have to contend with the fact that many people are canceling their holidays, shutting them down and advocating for others to do so. Meanwhile, politicians and elites aren't doing the same thing. Even churches are shutting down. You know, I saw these, these photos and videos of people I feel are completely overreacting and paranoid. And to me, it feels like the perfect example of the disconnect between regular people who vote Democrat and believe what they see on the news and what Democrat politicians and the establishment actually believes. Of course, Donald Trump has come out and he's encouraged everyone to go get vaccinated. Yeah, because even Trump is not an anti-vaxxer. The left is acting like it's a new thing, even though Trump has always been taking credit for the vaccine and encouraging people to get it. He's not in favor of mandates, however, and for that, many people still support him. So what what is it? What is it that drives this paranoia? 
You know, honestly, I can't say, but maybe it is social media psychosis. It is, and I don't mean specifically relating to COVID, I just mean in general. Look, you can be worried about COVID. I know I am. I don't want to get sick. When everyone here got sick, we said, once you're feeling a little bit better, take a test. Once you're negative, come back. We're not going to mandate daily tests. We're not going to mandate vaccination or anything like that. Just don't come here sick. And if you are sick, stay home. We're, we, we, we pay everyone sick time. If you're sick, you're sick. That's fine. We get it. We don't want you to bring the sickness here. But we're certainly not going to put people in plastic boxes and bags. That's a whole new level of absurdity, which we're going to dive into today and then talk about where we are. You see, where we are is Joe Biden announcing that there is no federal solution to the COVID pandemic. You're cruising down the highway, windows rolled down, tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com Carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more, all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash Carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash Carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson. Visit now. He said, he promised when he ran that he was going to find that solution. And now he's saying there isn't one. To me, that's him raising the white flag. Now, before we get started, head over to TimCast.com and become a member in order to support our work as a member. You'll be helping fund all of our journalism videos like this, but you'll also get access to exclusive members only segments of the Timcast IRL podcast and a bunch of our other shows. We also don't have that marketing power of big networks, so you can share this video, smash that like button and subscribe to this channel. We're taking it easy a little bit this week because I know it's vacation and we're going to talk a bit more about these cultural issues. And I bring you this from the Daily Mail. Merry COVID Christmas. Families share the very unusual ways they let Omicron positive family members join in festivities. But I must interject here, Daily Mail. Not every person has actually was actually COVID positive. Some of these people were suspected of having a close contact. That's it. To me, this is absolutely crazy. <clears throat> Daily Mail reports a series of families took to social media over the course of the holiday weekend to show off the unusual ways they let COVID-positive members join in the festivities. Thousands of Americans, some with their families, were forced to quarantine for the holidays to avoid infecting other members with the virus. The recent holiday surge comes amid the presence of, presence of Omicron. I now give you, here's one image, when your sister gets COVID for Christmas and she is in a giant plastic zip-up bubble box of some sort, I don't know what you call it, but it's like a wire frame, plastic covered box, and she's eating food. And I, I'm sorry, this is just absolutely insane. She's smiling. She's happy, happy. Long Island TikToker was captured eating Christmas dinner in what appeared to be a spray tan tent. There you go. In an attempt to keep her involved in the fun after she tested positive. Here's the image I showed earlier. Another TikToker also had an isolation box created for her uh, for, called the COVID Christmas Hut of shame, which she stayed in as her brother handed her presents using a grabber. This reminds me of that episode of Family Guy where Stewie gets sick and they put him in a box. 
This one actually is disturbing to me. When your sister has COVID, but it's Christmas and she wants to hang with the family. TikTok, uh, TikToker showed her sister sitting in an isolated bubble and wearing a mask in an attempt to get her to join the festivities for, of the family fun. And it looks like she's in some kind of cart or some with wheels on it, perhaps. She is sitting in a plastic bubble. I just find this whole thing to be a little bit over the top. They go on to mention the brother was seen handing the sister gifts with a grabber to avoid contact. When your sister gets test positive and can join the COVID room. And then we have this. In an attempt to diffuse the situation with humor, one user created a spoof of baby it's cold outside with baby it's COVID outside. Ha 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 ha. Yo, I think people are absolutely losing the plot. Here's one. Tom Wright says, back in Ireland for Christmas and have to give my incredible brother Peter a shout out. He had a COVID close contact, so couldn't attend Christmas dinner. So pulled up a van by the dining room window in torrential rain, fitting it out with lights and a table and ate alongside us. I'm sorry. This is just absurd. Look, you had a close contact. That doesn't mean you are sick. And this guy takes a van, backs it up to a window and opens the doors and is sitting in a van with a table. Yo, if you're that worried, just go home and don't have the gathering. I, I mean it. I'm not, I don't like the idea of canceling the holidays, but if someone's sick, maybe they shouldn't show up. I don't care what you're sick with. COVID, very bad. I didn't like it. Worst sickness I've had. If I was sick, I'd be like, guys, I can't make it this year. I'm just too sick. I know it's a bummer. Maybe we'll do something if I'm feeling better by New Year's. These are people who are not sick saying, well, not all of them. Some of them are sick. I can respect that, but still very weird. And outright people are just canceling COVID even, I'm sorry, canceling Christmas even when they don't have COVID. Here's some examples. In a tweet thread from Michael Tracy, which he called bleak, one Twitter user said, raise your hand if you avoided a gathering this Christmas to help stop the spread of Omicron. Please tell me I wasn't the only one. A user named Dr. Nancy Glass says, we canceled Christmas dinner and delivered a meal outdoors only to each guest. Now, these people aren't saying they had COVID. One person said, canceled our family fest. We're all vaccinated and mostly boosted, but I just didn't want to be one of those people who cause a surge at our local hospital. Another person, I avoided any gatherings, mostly out of COVID concerns, but also because I don't have any real world friends and very few living relatives. Well, that's just sad. I'm sorry to hear it, man. I wish everybody a good holiday. And I understand people want, look, I understand people being like, I'm sick or someone was sick. So we're just, we're not going to have them around. Another user said, I canceled our big Christmas, but then everyone just went to other families Christmas gatherings. So it was pointless. Yo, I think people are kind of fed up with all of this stuff. I really mean it. I was just in Chicago. We went to, I think like six different houses. Okay. Let me, let me do one, two, three, four. We had five different parties and we, uh, we had six different parties, but I believe it was mostly at, it was at four different houses. So different people, different gatherings and regular people were just like, what are you going to do now? If you were sick, I'm sure you'd be polite and say, I can't make it, you guys. But everyone was able to have their their, their holiday parties. So what happens when these people shut them down? How much you want to bet like this other Twitter user when they said we are going to shut down our Christmas party out of COVID concerns, the people just went other places. And they said, "Okay, I'll go somewhere else because you're not you're not convincing anybody anymore. It's crazy to me to see all these Democrats come out and be like, you got to mask up. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to get the vaccine. 
look, if you want to get the vaccine, you go to a doctor, you figure out what, you make, what, what makes sense. But who are they talking to at this point? If you're not vaccinated now, I don't think them coming out and saying this is going to convince you. So then they're going, OK, we got to do mandates. I don't think that's convincing anyone either. All it's resulting in is this exodus from blue states, namely the three big blue states, New York, Illinois, and California, and they're flooding to Texas and Florida. Here's where it really matters, though. From KUTV.com, the other side of the coin, Biden, Pelosi, and other top Democrats seen bucking mask guidance. Interesting. Leaders at the forefront of imposing COVID-19 mask wearing requirements and guidelines have been seen defying mask guidance, according to several sources. I'll tell you this. If you're on the right and you're like, I think mask mandates are wrong, so you don't wear one, that I get. If you're a Democrat telling everybody to wear masks and then you don't wear them, I got to question whether or not you're actually giving advice you believe in. Well, I think the answer is they don't. Quote, and as an additional protection, additional protections, please wear your masks when you're indoors in public settings or around other people. It protects you. It protects those around you. President Joe Biden said in a news conference Monday, two days after he was seen violating mask requirements inside an Nantucket store. Democratic Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who has tightened mask wearing requirements in Congress and pushed for nationwide mandates, was seen Tuesday night mingling maskless at a D.C. event, according to pictures obtained by Breitbart. Pelosi was seen maskless at the event surrounded by guests, including a child, who were following the event's masking requirements, which was reportedly stated on the event's tickets. San Francisco Mayor London Breed was all, has also reportedly, also reportedly been seen foregoing mask guidance multiple times including over the weekend when she was seen in a video posted to social media dancing maskless at a crowded nightclub. These people who are telling you these things don't believe it themselves. They are not scared of any of this. Nancy Pelosi was the person who was, was like, come on down to Chinatown, encouraging large gatherings at the beginning of the pandemic. Now they're coming out and telling everyone, be scared, be afraid, mask up, cancel your holidays. Dr. Fauci says you shouldn't be going to New Year's parties with 30, 40, 50 people. You don't know who's vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. There's a, there's a photo of Fauci at a baseball game with his mask pulled down. Yeah, they don't care. You know, they, they, they tell you if you want to, you know, you're on a plane, please wear your mask in between bites, pull your mask down, take a bite, put it back. And then you see Maxine Waters on a plane with her mask off. Look, you can call it hypocrisy. You can say it's opportunism. All that matters to me is that the people who are advocating for these policies clearly do not fear COVID. So why are they telling you you should? I think COVID is bad. I think you should take it seriously. I don't think these people do. I don't think they're providing sound advice. Quote, I was in a private area with my drinks with people I was with with the people I was with, enjoying myself at a venue, and I had a great time, and I followed the appropriate protocols, Breed told the San Francisco Chronicle. And yes, I was dancing, and yes, I was drinking and having fun. And at the end of the day, I am doing everything I can to follow existing protocols. It's just not true. At least 14 prominent Democrats have been seen flouting masking and social distancing guidance, in some cases implemented by them personally, according to Business Insider. The brazen acts have not stopped. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki dodged questions about President Biden's defiance after he was seen not following a Nantucket, Massachusetts store masking requirement. The president is somebody who follows the recommendation and the advice of the CDC. I don't know what the circumstances were in of that particular moment. And you know what? You know, my friends, their parents, they don't watch the videos. They're not on social media. They can't see the lies. This is why Tim Cast IRL and this show gets more viewership in the key demographic than CNN and Fox does, because older people 
unfortunately, are watching mainstream news and they're believing all the lies. Regular people, like younger people are, are seeing the clips on social media and going, yo, they're lying. How can you claim to believe this when 14 different Democrats, many of whom implemented these very rules, are not abiding by them? They clearly aren't scared of it. They clearly don't care. When pressed further about the store's rule, Saki continued, our recommendation and advice continues to be for people to wear masks, blah, blah, blah. Joe Biden doesn't care. He doesn't. October 27th, outrage as Governor Whitmer goes maskless in a D.C. bar. Rules for thee, but not for D's. Whitmer was previously called out for flouting her own COVID mandates in Michigan. And Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats were screaming because there were a handful of Republicans who were refusing to wear masks in Congress. Yet Nancy Pelosi, she had that famous incident where she went to the, the hair salon and she was like, it was a trap. They set me up. Lady, you weren't wearing a mask. That's it. You're supposed to wear a mask. You weren't. Now, if you were someone who didn't believe in the mandates, I'd be like, well, she doesn't believe in the mandates. Lauren Boebert, you know, she's like, I'm not going to wear a mask or whatever. It's like, OK, well, you know, that's been her opinion the whole time. You don't have to agree with her, but she's standing by what she said she's going to do. Call it hypocrisy when the hypocrisy happens. Now, I don't want to drag. I don't like dragging regular people, you know, but this is this is this is this is too much. OK, here's an individual who says I'm flying today, but I'm not effing around with Omicron. Pfizer times three negative test, natural immunity N95 sealed to my face with surgical tape, secondary mask for displaying opinions. OK, face shield, vinyl gloves, touchscreen gloves, Xanax. OK, look, when I went to the airport, they make you wear a mask. I say, OK, I, 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 it's fine. Masks are not permanent. It's an inconvenience. I don't like the mandates at this point. I don't think that we're actually solving a lot of these problems, but I think, you know, private institutions, whatever, it's begrudging acceptance. If I have an option not to patronize an establishment, business, or airport, or otherwise, um, you know, if I have a choice in the matter, I'd go somewhere that doesn't require the mask, because I think it's time we take a look at what Florida is doing and other, uh, and other areas where COVID rates are very low, and we start questioning whether or not our policies are working. But this is the, the, the other direction, man. I think people need to, to absolutely calm down on this stuff. We have this story from Newsweek. Internet backs woman faking COVID to stop family coming for Christmas. I wonder how many of these people who are saying they're shutting down their holidays actually just doing it because, uh, you know, just using COVID as an excuse. There was a viral post on Reddit where someone posted a positive COVID test and said, hey, hey, now I can, you know, not have family Christmas. Uh, look, if you don't want to be around your family, how about you don't lie to them and you just say, guys, I'm not feeling it this year. But I think that's a good portion of it. A lot of what we're seeing with people saying, I'm not going to Christmas over COVID are really just saying, I don't like my family. I don't like those. Be I'm not going to be there. I don't want to be around them. So they end up not. And this is what we get from Euro News. COVID. It is better to cancel Christmas events than grieve later, warns World Health Organization chief amid Omicron spread. The head of the World Health Organization on Monday recommended people cancel holiday gatherings as Omicron continued to spread. Speaking at a news conference in Geneva, Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus said that an event canceled is better than a life canceled. Well, I got to be honest, he's not wrong about that statement. If you've got vulnerable at-risk people, okay, maybe take tests. Maybe you take a test and make sure you're not, you know, you don't have COVID or whatever, because it affects different people in different ways. I do have to say, though, it is very strange that we're at a point 
where people who aren't sick are lining up to get tested for something they're not sure if there's if they have. When you get sick, you notice. But a lot of people aren't noticing. And I'm not going to tell you why. I don't know why. I think you need to make you know your, your medical choices and talk to your doctor. But it is interesting to see that many of these people are saying, we are not sick, but we're shutting down our events anyway. Quote, all of us are sick of this pandemic. All of us want to spend time with friends and family. All of us want to get back to normal. The fastest way to do this is for all us leaders and individuals to make the difficult decisions that must be made to protect ourselves and others. In some cases, that will mean canceling or delaying events. But an event canceled is better than a life canceled. It's better to cancel now and celebrate later than to celebrate now and grieve later. None of us want to be here again in 12 months time. Okay, it's been almost two years. At a certain point, we say it's endemic and two years is long enough, or we just make permanent codified law locking everything down. I genuinely believe people have reached their their wits end. I really, really do. From TimCast.com, Fauci says to stay away from New Year's Eve parties. Appearing on CNN Monday morning, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease head was asked if it was okay for Americans to celebrate the new year. And he said, I would stay away from that. How many people? They work all year. They work 40 hours a week or more. Many people in this country working way more than that. And they say to themselves, Thanksgiving and Christmas, they make it all worth it. You work so hard and you finally have that vacation period where you can see your loved ones. You can smile and laugh and everyone makes jokes and it's just meant to be uplifting. How many people desperately needed a helping hand after everything we've been through over nearly two years? And how many of these people are being told by Fauci? No. Fauci came out and said Christmas was canceled and then backtracked. Remember that? Because people are losing it. They're saying, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. At a certain point, people say, I would rather see my grandparents one last time, even if it means we all get sick and risk our health, because I am sick of living this way. So when I was in Chicago and I saw everything going on, I thought to myself, you know what? I think we may be nearing the end because so many regular people just did not care. There were mask requirements everywhere. And half the time, nobody mandated them. People in stores weren't wearing them. We'd walk in and be like, I don't know, I guess. You go to the hotel and it says, you can't come in. It's you're wearing a mask. And people would be like, I don't know. What are they going to do? It's 10 seconds walking through a lobby. Sir, if you're going to walk through the lobby, you got to wear a mask. Okay, I'm leaving the lobby. No problem. I'm going to my room. It, 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 it doesn't work. We got this from loudwire.com. The strokes, fish, and more cancel New Year's shows due to COVID-19. We have this story from The Hill. Churches cancel Christmas services due to Omicron concerns. And I tell you, man, I think people have just, the fear has gripped them. And there's two ways to look at it. Maybe they should be worried. Maybe we really should be locking things down. Oh, okay, sure. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I can take a look at the past year and say, I don't think it's working. But I'll tell you this, when you have politicians like Whitmer and Pelosi and Biden who flout the rules, you're basically telling everyone it doesn't matter. You're not scared. It doesn't matter. And this is where it gets, uh, it gets to the craziest point. This, 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 this story from the Daily Mail. Woman is arrested by FBI for attacking man, 80, who wasn't wearing a mask on Delta flight while eating even though she'd taken hers off too in foul mouth brawl that injured crew. 
Delta passenger Patricia Cornwall was arrested by the FBI on Thursday after getting in a violent altercation with a male passenger for not putting on his mask. The older male passenger who had been eating at the time before he was approached uh, by Cornwall to mask up, who wasn't wearing a mask. The pair shouted expletives at each other with Cornwall hitting, scratching and spitting at him during the altercation. She was then pulled to the back of the plane by crew members and other passengers where she was detained for the remainder of the flight. Cornwall was taken into custody when the plane reached Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta International Airport. Other passengers and flight crew members reported also being injured as a result of the attack. It is a crazy video. Now, there's not a whole lot to see. It's just here's the woman. She apparently walks up to a guy. You can see her in, in, the, in the video standing above the guy. So she did walk up to him. He's not wearing a mask and she's screaming at him. She ain't wearing a mask either. At some point, she's saying, put your mask on, make him put his mask on. And the dude's eating food on an airplane. People have lost the plot, man. I wonder if, if what, why she did this is that she feels beaten down. I was talking to someone recently. And I was talking about how restrictive the vax mandates are making things, are making it harder. And they were like, it's fine. I don't care. I got mine. And I was like, right. But I'm saying that they're, they're now saying, you know, you might need three shots. I think Israel's doing four shots and like five for immunocompromised. Germany's saying that after nine months, your vax status resets and you got to go get another vaccine. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I'm vaccinated. And I'm like, right. I understand you are. I'm saying that they're going to require you to do it again and again and again and again and again. You know what I think? I think the average person knows they're being beaten down by unjust policies issued by decree. I think there are people like you or I who stand up and say, shut up, F you, I won't do what you tell me. But there are many people like Bill Maher. Bill Maher's a good example. He, 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 he snapped. He came out and he said, I took one for the team. I got the vaccines. Now you want me to get more? I'm not getting another one. Because that was a person who was in good faith. Like, okay, I'll do this. And now you want, no, not happening. But how many people, they just keep giving in. They keep dropping to their knees like cowards. And they're mad. Have you seen the price of gold lately? It's hitting all-time highs. And when it comes to investing in gold, check out Noble Gold Investments. They have a track record of excellence that's second to none. Just look at their thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot, Google, and the Better Business Bureau. Customers rave about their knowledgeable staff, smooth investment process, and life-changing results, which you can see for yourself online. That's the kind of reputation you can count on. But it's not just about the reviews. Noble Gold Investments truly care about their clients. They take the time to understand your unique needs and goals, and they give expert guidance every step of the way. That level of personalized service is rare in this industry. Look, when it comes to securing your financial future, you can't afford to take chances. Go with the gold company that has earned the trust of countless investors. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com slash Pool today and discover why Noble Gold Investments is the only choice for smart, secure gold investments. Or give them a call at 877-646-5347. Again, that number is 877-646-5347. Five, three, four, seven. And they know they're cowards and they know they're weak. And the only way they can justify their pathetic, spineless behavior is to tell themselves, I'm right, I'm right, they're wrong, they're wrong. So why get violent with it? 
They see someone sitting without a mask. They freak out in stores. They chase people down. They kick people out of their homes for the holidays. They put them in PVC framed plastic wrapped boxes because they want to say, I, I had to do it. You have to do it, too. No, you don't have to do it. And that's my attitude. You know, we had some personal issues with the mandates and stuff like that. My attitude is I'm not telling you to do anything, but I'll tell you this. I won't do what you tell me. You want me to engage in a certain behavior to accommodate you. I say this to people. If your store requires a mask mandate, hey, man, no beef. I got no beef. By all means, you do you. I won't give you my money. Now, if there's no other store to go to, it's an eye roll saying, fine, your store, I get it. But we have we have options for the most part. So I don't like the idea of monopolies. I like it when I can go to a store and see they, they have restrictions or mandates that I don't agree with and I can go somewhere else. But I tell you this, with a smile on my face, I will say congratulations on all your efforts. I hope your store succeeds. I, however, will not be patronizing your business with these requirements unless I have no choice. And so long as we have a choice, I'll vote with my feet. I'll leave your state. I'll leave your city. I'll leave your business. I won't give you money. And you know what? That's fine. You know, there's a lot of people who say, good, then they'll fail. I don't want them to fail. I hope they get by. I hope they succeed. I hope they have a good life. And I tell you this, I ain't going there. This woman arrested by the FBI. I think that she knows deep down what's happening is wrong. And I think she's angry that she's forced to do this and they're not. There's a video of a man stalking a woman in a supermarket, yelling at her for not wearing a mask. And then he turns and says, is anyone else mad that we have to wear these masks, but she doesn't? That's interesting. That exemplifies the behavior, the attitudes. When you see these Democratic politicians, it's really amazing to me that they go without masks, that they flout the rules. Then we hear these stories. How many, how many high, high ranking, like pro, high profile Democrats have gotten COVID? I wonder if they're lying about being vaccinated. I got to be honest. I think they're lying. Most of the people in the hospital who have COVID unvaccinated. I think the Democrats are lying about abiding by these rules. There's a guy put on an NYPD hat, didn't wear a mask. No one questioned him at all. You see what's happening? People are just bowing to the authority and they know it's wrong, but they're too scared to do anything about it. My attitude is I live the way I want to live. All right. I want to give people give people respect. I want to treat them with respect, but you're not going to force me to engage in inane and illogical behaviors. I won't do it. Give me a good reason. I will accommodate you. Don't give me a good reason. I'm sorry. It's like if someone came up to you and said, I want you to jump off a bridge. Would you do it? Well, everyone else is. That's like one of the oldest lessons we teach our kids. If your friends jumped off a bridge, would you like? No, exactly. But you know what? People are very trusting. And for this, people are being exploited. Now, look, I can't tell you what or why. The sci- I'm not a scientist. I can tell you that New York smashes yet another COVID record with 49,708 new cases in a day. One in seven tests is now coming back positive. People are lining up in droves to get tested for the holidays. And we are seeing a major spike in cases. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to understand exactly all the mechanisms of any of this. That's why I I just say I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but I am an expert on freedom. That you, if you are scared, if you are worried about getting sick, you are free not to go places. See, this this this, this ultimately comes down to two, two ideas. 
And a good example is this is the cigarette smoking is smoking ban. I mentioned this before, but, you know, when I was younger and Chicago said we're going to ban smoking in establishments, I said, that's wrong. I can't stand cigarette smoke. I don't want to be around it. When people walk up next to me and light up, I say, can you do that somewhere else? You walked up to me. But far be it from me to walk up to you and tell you to stop smoking. So imagine you're standing outside smoking a cigarette and someone walks right up next to you and says, oh, could you not? I'd be like, bro, you walked up to me. You could stand right there. You don't need to stand next to me. People said to me, but what if, you know, I I like to go to bars and the smoke bothers me. I'm like, not your bar. Open a no smoking bar. Open a bar that says we don't allow smoking. They don't do it. It was really funny to see, like, when it first rolled out, how, like, people were upset with it. Well, out here in West Virginia, you can smoke indoors in many places. Most people just don't want you to. But you see how they do the, the authoritarianism. I think if you have a private establishment and you have certain rules, I can, I can respect that even if I disagree. Within reason, smoking is different from, like, banning people based on arbitrary characteristics. If you want to have a business where people can smoke, I think it's your it's, it should, it's, should be up to you. Like you don't have a vape bar or whatever. You know, no vaping allowed inside. This is what you get. The people telling you, I want to go outside and I'm scared of you. So you have to change the way you live your life. I say, no, Mm-mm. if you are too scared to go to the supermarket, that's your problem, not mine. Imagine if someone said no one should be allowed to go hiking ever again because bears. Yo, if I want to go hiking and there are bears, that's my issue. I'll take proper precautions. I'll get some bear spray. No one should be allowed to go skateboarding anymore because people get injured skateboarding. Nobody nobody should be allowed to ride bikes or drive cars because you No, that's ridiculous. Just because you are scared doesn't mean I should have to stop. Are you scared of getting hit by a car? Should we ban cars? Oh, but cars, someone that's someone else taking an action that can get you harmed, right? People on the left like to say, yeah, well, COVID's contagious. That's the thing. Sure. It is. That's bad. If I want to take a risk of someone coughing on me and getting me sick, that is my prerogative, not yours. If you don't want to risk it, you can stay home. Every day I go outside, I risk getting hit by a car, and I recognize that. I don't think we should be banning driving because of that, but that's where we are. And where are we with the president? Well, it wasn't an overtly political segment today because it's the holidays. I'm trying to keep it toned down a little bit. But RNC research says Biden today, there is no federal solution. There is no federal solution. He says it's a state problem. Here's PolitiFact. Joe Biden, quote, I'm never going to raise the white flag and surrender. We're going to beat this virus. We're going to get it under control. I promise you. Are you? Are you going to get it under control? But the federal government can't solve it. So what are you going to do? Sure. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt, even though I don't like to. And what he's saying is we're going to work with the states on a state solution. We won't raise the white flag. Well, when you come out and say there's no federal solution, it sounds to many people like you've given up. We'll see how that plays out next November. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up tonight at 8 p.m. over at youtube.com slash Timcast IRL live show. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you all then. More than 6,000 flights have been canceled. Several thousand are delayed. The official reason is that Omicron is surging, the COVID Omicron variant, and thus there's a staffing shortage. We're also hearing some reports that weather may be impacting travel. And, you know, I I just drove back from Chicago. I was talking to some people who were complaining about being stranded, basically stranded. 
And they said that they checked the weather and there, there was no bad weather. There, that the weather was fine. And it's, it's kind of strange. Yeah, we heard the same thing before. I don't think they're being completely honest about why they're canceling all of these flights. I think Omicron probably is a big reason, but I think there's probably other reasons. I wonder if the vaccine mandates has resulted in more labor shortages or the fact that people are just quitting. But many of us travel. You travel. I travel. I travel a whole lot. I used to travel a whole lot more. And I can tell you this, when there's a weather delay or cancellation, you can see the weather. I mean, you look out the window, it's storming. It's like, oh, we're getting delayed. I was in Dallas once. It was thunderstorming and they had the lightning lights on. So I used to work for uh, at O'Hare. I worked for uh, one of the uh, an American Airlines regional airline and uh, it's called American Eagle. And they have these things there where when the light turns on, it means there's lightning in the area and everyone's got to get off the tarmac. That means planes are locked down. You're not everyone's getting delayed because you can't have people out there when there's lightning. But you can see the weather or if it's just your flight getting delayed, you can check the destination city or in between and see if weather is going to be impacting your flight. And planes typically fly above the storms. So, I mean, you've flown, you fly, it's raining, it's thunderstorming, and then all of a sudden, no, you're above the clouds and it's sunny. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to be a pilot or know exactly why the inclement weather when it's all sunny is, is the reason. They're saying it's, oh, well, well it's, what happens is it'll be raining in California or something, and the plane has to go from like New York to Chicago to California. And if it, if it gets to Chicago, it'll be stuck, so they can't go. And the, basically what they're saying is if there's bad weather somewhere down the line, it screws up the whole system. If that were the case, we wouldn't be talking about it because it would be a normal thing. But it's not a normal thing. Something is going on. I think if you look out the windows, you can tell something's going on. And maybe the simple answer is, yeah, Omicron is surging. But here's where it gets crazy. They're saying right now that Omicron is surging through the roof, but they're also saying that it's substantially less deadly, just more infectious. We're locking down industry over uh, COVID because people are scared of it. But if it really does come to the point where it's endemic and becomes substantially more mild, we're going to destroy our economy. To, to put it like this, I don't want someone to come to, I don't want someone working on an airline, you know, like a flight attendant, if they got COVID, I mean, that's messed up, right? Because you don't want people getting COVID. But what happens when people are relatively asymptomatic, they're sick, and they don't work? I suppose the challenge is that COVID is novel, and that people are getting it a lot. I don't want people to work when they're sick. But I just got to point this out. People get sick all the time. People call in sick all the time. So if we had the flu and we had colds and we had, you know, whatever, rhinoviruses and coronaviruses, how come we haven't experienced shutdowns like this before? Certainly there'd be a period where it would be like, wow, a whole ton of our staff, they got a cold and now they can't come into work because we don't want people, you know, being on the plane with the cold and getting everybody sick. That never happened. It could be that we had a culture of people saying, I'm sick. I don't care. I'll go to work anyway. Or they get a mild illness. They don't know they're sick. Now, because we're doing mass testing, this could be the reason why. Somebody gets a cold. They don't realize it or they think they're fine. They spread that cold around. It kind of sucks. I mean, it literally sucks. I don't want to get sick. Getting sick sucks. Now that we're doing testing for everybody and everyone's getting tested for the holiday, we've created this security culture around illnesses. And we're like, everyone get tested for COVID. We find out they have COVID, even if they're not sick, and then we shut down airlines, and then you don't get to fly. This is the future. This is what we're going to be experiencing. Let me show you what's going on, too, because now Fauci is saying domestic air travel should have a vaccine mandate. CNN reports more than 2,000 flights have been canceled Monday 
As COVID cases surge across the globe, of the nearly 2,200 canceled flights, more than 700 were within, into, or out of the United States. According to FlightAware, more than 3,000 flights are delayed. Globally, airlines canceled more than 6,000 flights on Christmas Eve, Christmas, and the day after Christmas in the U.S. More than 1,200 flights were canceled, and more than 5,000 were delayed on Sunday alone as staff and crew called out sick. Called out sick, huh? There was a rumor going around that Southwest, this is a couple of months ago, had a, a work stoppage, that there was a protest because of the vaccine mandates. I talked to a pilot and he was like, no, 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 it's organic. There's no organized effort. It's people just being like, I'm going to use up all of my sick time and leave because I ain't doing this. It's entirely possible. It's the holiday. A lot of people are just like, I'm not doing it. I don't want to deal with this. They say the cancellations come at the busiest time of year for air travel. The U.S. Transportation Security Administration said it screened millions of people each day over the holiday weekend, peaking at 2.19 million travelers on Thursday, December 23rd. On Wednesday, more people passed through TSA checkpoints than on the same day in 2019. I'll put it this way. Omicron may be surging. You don't want to get COVID, man. I'll tell you that. But for regular people, I think they're fed up with the restrictions and, 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 and all of this. I think they're ready to just carry on with their normal lives. Saturday, air travel was a bit slower because of flight cancellations. More than 1.53 million people passed through security. United Airlines said last week it had to cancel hundreds of flights because it lacked enough crew members to safely fly all of its scheduled routes. Take those routes out. Stop, stop them. Stop selling tickets. The nationwide spike in Omicron cases this week has had a direct impact on our flight crews and the people who run our operation, said a, uni- uh, said a United memo obtained by CNN. Delta said it was working to get all stranded travelers home as quickly as possible. We apologize to our customers for the delay in their holiday travel plans, Delta said in a statement. Delta people are working hard to get them where they need to be as quickly and as safely as possible on the next available flight. German airline Lufthansa said it will cancel 10% of its winter flight schedule as the pandemic continues to hit the aviation industry. In an interview with Frankfurter Algemeine, is that how you say it? Sontag, I can't pronounce it. All right, let's try. Sontagsite, oh, Sontag, whatever. Last week, CEO Carson Spohr said that due to a sharp drop in bookings, the airline would have to cancel 33,000 flights from mid-January to February 2022, or 10% of their schedule. Well, I'll tell you this. I went to Chicago. We drove. It wasn't that far. You know, they say that if the, if the distance you're traveling is at least a five-hour drive, don't fly, because you'd end up spending more time in the airport and flying, and you might as well drive. Yeah, sort of, sort of. It is true, but I'll, also it's like, look, Hopping in a cab for, you know, 30 minutes to get to the airport, going through security, and then just sitting back and letting the plane bring you there and then hopping again. If, if, if you don't have the energy to be the person driving the car because maybe you got to work, you know, when you land or something or you want to deal with family, I understand flying for sure. But we drove 10 hours, 10 hours from here to Chicago and probably, probably smart thing to do. If we had flown, we would have been screwed. And I'll tell you this, if you like flying... Yeah, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's going to get more, more difficult. The Hill reports, Fauci on domestic air travel mandate. Anything to get people more vaccinated would be welcome. Fauci, you are a bad person. There was someone on Twitter who was tweeting that, you know, uh, vaccine man, you know, vaccines are not tyranny. It's science, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, okay. This is a lefty person. You need to understand this, lefty persons. I don't care about vaccines. 
Like, what, 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 if you want to get vaccinated, you go ahead and do it. If you want to encourage people to get vaccinated, absolutely, please do so. If you go to a doctor and your doctor's like, I recommend a vaccine, I'd be like, okay, fantastic. Thanks, doc. Because I view it the same way as anything else the doctor is going to prescribe me. Now, I'll tell you this. If you think you can mandate a medical procedure on someone else, that's tyranny. See, that's, that, that's what this individual on Twitter didn't understand. They, they were saying, like, it's part of the social contract that we all must blah, 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 blah. The social, are you, what are you, a, a Nazi? We don't, we don't live for the state, okay? Okay, Godwin's Law, I'll, I'll take that criticism. Are you, a, are you a statist authoritarian? The state does not have the right to change the social contract on a whim. No, it's called a democratic process. This is why we have the legislature. It's why we have courts. If an executive wants to just uh, be corporate or government, wants to just change things, they can't do it. So to have all of these despotic individuals in government come out and be like, I hereby decree. You don't get to hereby decree. It has to go through the legislature and the courts, but they're doing it anyway. Why? Because they know that by the time they get sued, it'll take months to get any changes done. This we cannot stand. We cannot have people like Bill de Blasio be like, I will take from you your paycheck and your quality of life unless you inject yourself with an IC fit. Screw you. You can't get, you don't you don't get to do that. No, you put it up for a vote. Oh, I'm sorry. Our, our votes sometimes they take too long. Here's what they're doing. People like Fauci, people like Cuomo. Well, Cuomo's not governor anymore. People like de Blasio, they think if they enact a decree, people will drop to their knees and cry and weep like pathetic, spineless cowards until someone brave enough challenges them in court and wins. But that means they'll get a good three months of flogging the public with their mandates. And it works. They say it works. Yeah. So does beating people. So, so does having, look, this is, the, this is what I tell you, man. This is what I say. During Occupy Wall Street, you get these protesters and they're like standing in the street and they're like holding signs saying like, you know, we, we object. And so the police in New York are like, I got an idea. Let's beat them and then arrest them. And then they won't be in the street anymore. And so the police do. They, they go in, they grab people, they're whacking them and stuff like that. I'm not trying to act like the activists were all, you know, angels or anything like that. But there was that video where Anthony Bologna, the cop, walks up to, you know, I think it was three random women who were just standing on the sidewalk and he just pepper sprays them in the face because they were like, okay, well, what ends up happening is you get a viral video and after you, you arrest people, arresting works. They're not in the street anymore. It works. Then what happens? And the next day you have 10 times as many people in the street because now you've pissed off more people. Saying mandates work. Sure, in the short term, you're forcing people to get, you know, vaccinated. But I tell you this, man, people are getting pissed off. I was in, when I was in Chicago, and this is really, really funny because people don't believe it happened, but it did. We went to a restaurant. I went to a restaurant with my girlfriend, and uh, we had a delicious meal. It was incredible. It's crazy Christmas deal. I'm telling you, man, that volcanic ash steakhouse, whatever. It's crazy. And so we were going to go. We we're going to go see Kingsman after. So we we're getting a dinner and a movie. You know, is 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 a Christmas Eve. Um, well, it's the day before Christmas Eve, I think. Anyway, we're leaving, and we asked the people at the at the at the front desk, you know, of the restaurant, or the host, is there? Is can you guys order a car for us? And one of the guys just goes, "Where do you got to go?" And we're like, "We're going to the AMC Dine-In. I think it was on like Michigan or something." And he's like, "I'll give you a ride." And so we said, "That'd be amazing." And he he's like, "Come on, come on, come on, we got to go," because we had like, you know, we had like 15 minutes of the movie started because we 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 were enjoying it. And so we get in the car, and we're driving through downtown Chicago. On January 3rd, uh, Chicago is going to be enforcing a vaccine mandate for basically all indoor public accommodations, like grocery stores are exempt and stuff like that. And so we're driving 
And, you know, he asks us where we're from. And we say like, oh, we're from here, but we live in West Virginia and stuff like that. And then he asks us about West Virginia. The guy was from Bulgaria. He was saying he was thinking about going back to Bulgaria because of how bad things are getting. And uh, but he asks us about Virginia. And we are like, Virginia is the racist one. And West Virginia was the not racist one. Because that's what he asked. He was like, which one's the racist one? And we were like, okay, well, in the Civil War, West, it was Virginia's one state. And then West Virginia broke off. And they said that, you know, they joined the North. And so we were somewhat facetious. And he said, amen, slavery is coming back to this country. And I said, are you talking about mandates? And he goes, yes, yes. And I was like, yeah, I hear you, man. I mean, maybe a little hyperbolic for sure. But you get the point he's making. Overt authoritarianism is here. Now, this guy, he's not American. He was Bulgarian. And he said that to us. And then people responded to my tweet with like, everybody clapped. It actually happened. You know, we everywhere we went, when we would ask people about this stuff, they'd be like, this is insane. Even the people who hated Trump, even the people who voted for Joe Biden, they'd be like, this is nuts. I had friends being like, I don't know if I'm going to stay in Chicago. And now you have this thing. Maybe maybe I'll cover it uh, in greater detail because there's a chart showing population changes. And it's like all of these red states, like uh, if I, hold on, let me, let me, let me, let me do this. I'm going to ask you a question and I know you know the answer. Two questions. Which state do you think had the largest population drop and which state do you think had the largest population increase? It's obvious, isn't it? The largest population drop off, California. The largest population increase, Florida. I wonder why that is. No, I don't actually wonder. It's fairly obvious. In Florida, life's normal. You can go down there. You can get property. In fact, the weather is, well, depending on what kind of person you are, it's relatively nice. You get your monsoon season. It's extremely hot in some parts of Florida. But, um, you know, Florida's pretty good. I lived there for, for just over a year. I enjoyed it. Miami is very hot and, you know, but you get the winter months and it's all right. But people are moving there because there's no mandates, because you're free, because you can... Go to a restaurant and order food and have to wear a mask. I mean, just think about how stupid this is. We, we, we're in downtown Chicago. And we went to go get a drink and we walk into this place like you must wear a mask. And so I'm like, OK, all right. I walk in. I put the mask on. I walk literally 20 feet and I take the mask off. And I said, that was the stupidest thing I've ever experienced in my life. And you've all you've all experienced experienced. Same thing. It makes no sense. Now, I have stated, I must confess that's if uh, given the uh, I will not prov- I will not uh, um, patronize an establishment that requires masks. Have, now, that being said, there are some limitations and reasonableness, which I, which I will will uh, confess. Within certain reason, within, within certain reason, I'm willing to be like, look, OK, it's Christmas. This may be the last chance we have in Chicago. There's a there's a mask mandate citywide. Fine. Do it for family. But I have my limitations. I absolutely do. And I don't want to get too personal about those limitations, but they were met for this uh, Christmas excursion. There were places I would not set foot in due to mask requirements. Nope, won't do it. Sorry, I have my limit. If it's like I put, I go like this and then I sit down and take it off, I just call those people stupid. And it is a problem. But also I will say this may be the last time I ever set foot in Chicago because of the vaccine mandates that are coming up. I'm not going to go to a city that, requ- that, has, that has this kind of forced medical, any kind of forced medical procedure. Sorry, this has never been, it's never been this way in this country. It shouldn't be this way now. You get these people on the left saying, but vaccine mandates have been in this country forever, like in schools, in the military. It's like, yo, you choose to go to those things. You choose them. Now Fauci wants uh, vaccines for domestic air travel. Oh, but you choose that too. Sure. 
But for some people, this is much more of you're, you're, you're getting into insanity territory. You're getting into infringement territory. Now, if you choose to join the military, all right, you're signing away your, your you know, for you're signing yourself up for four years. You've got requirements. One of those is to get vaccinated. However, they must be FDA approved. So we'll see what happens with the military because right now the, the vaccines are emergency use, use authorization. In Europe, I believe they are giving out the Pfizer community vaccine. I don't think they're doing it in the U.S., but I got I to gotta read it more on where we're at with that stuff. But when you go to school, you go to a university and you're like, I would like to go here. They say, well, if you do, you have to get the vaccine. Sure, I think I disagree with that, but it's also a private institution. So there, there's, there's a boundary. It's, it's hard to know for sure. Now, if you have a medical exemption or religious exemption, they should not be allowed to force that. Of course, these institutions are get, doing away with religious exemptions. And in the military, in the various branches, they're denying religious exemptions, which is wrong because you have to be, we have a right to practice our religion. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Now, in a place like Chicago, when the government decrees it and the businesses don't like it, but the businesses go along with it, I'm not going to be setting foot in that city again. So it was a bit of a compromise. And I'll admit, uh, you can criticize me for it all day and night. Absolutely. I've told many people not to comply and, and not to go along with the stuff. And I've said over and over again, I will not patronize a business that has a mask mandate. Out here, there was a local business. West Virginia has got none of this stuff. There was a coffee house and a bagel shop. And they have a big sign saying, please wear your mask. And so I walked up to the door, looked inside and said, Starbucks is right across the street and they have no mandates. And I can walk right in with no mask and they got smiles on their faces, will serve me coffee without question. Done. I don't care what you do. You do you. I do me. If you say I have to do something to, to go into your establishment, I say, no, thank you. I will not say the same thing of you. I will, I will re- it says libertarian versus authoritarian. These are the people like, like Fauci who say everyone should just follow and march in lockstep and adhere to the authority. Look, whatever your opinion is on forcing people to do things, this is a death sentence for a, for a culture. When you get to the point where you restrict any possible variance in a culture, you homogenize, and that is dangerous. Diversity, variety, these things are actually important to the strength of a, a society. And what I mean by that is not the diversity, equity, BS. No, I mean like le- le- legitimate diversity of opinion and viewpoint. Now, I'll tell you, I went to Chicago for family, and that's how they get you, as I often say. It was a compromise that I'm relatively unhappy with. I actually, um, to be completely honest, I didn't know that Chicago had mask mandates because when we booked the hotels, it actually we didn't get, there was no instruction on any of this stuff. And I was actually told by people there, there was no mask mandate, but yeah, I, I, I am, uh, um, I'm not happy with it. 
Now, when it came to early on with the masks, my attitude was, was much more lax. It was more like, if I have to go into a business and I have to wear a mask, it's, it's no big deal. It's a piece of cloth. I don't care. You got to wear a shirt too, right? Someone asked me on Timcast IRL, they said, knowing that this all started with mask mandates, do you, would you, do you still feel uh, um, you know, that you were right when you said it was fine, it was no big deal? Well, look, I'll put it this way. As I've often stated, no shirt, no shoes, no service. If a business wants me to wear a mask, whatever. It's a piece of cloth on my face for a few minutes and I take it off and I will, I will choose to go to a business that doesn't have that over one that does. If I have no choice, I'll wear it. It's not a permanent and irreversible, irreversible medical procedure. That's where the line is. A business saying we require you to wear a hat or to wear shoes. Well, then sure, fine. The problem arises when the state mandates it. Okay, now we've got a problem. The state should not be enforcing what you wear. I mean, imagine if they're like, wear a fa- they're telling us to wear face coverings by state mandate. That's the problem I have. Man, it's tough, isn't it? I'm not going to pretend I have all the answers. I'm not going to pretend I'm perfect. By all means, criticize me and comment below. But when it comes to mandated irreversible medical procedures on emergency use authorization substances where uh, there is no liability uh, uh, for, the, for the manufacturers, I'm not going anywhere near that, dude. That's you. You do your thing. I'll do mine. What does this mean for the future? I'll tell you this. I think air travel is going to get a lot more difficult. I think in the future, we're all going to be in Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse with our Elon Musk Neuralink chip plugging us in. And then people are going to be like, dude, I, I, went to, uh, I went to France. And they'll be like, no, 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 you actually went to France? Wow. How was it? It was really cool getting to see all the pod towers. And then, you know, the, the restaurants were just, it was great because I got my Soylent Green. But seeing the, their pod towers, they're actually like a slight grayish because they have a different material there for, your, for building pod towers. And, uh, oh, and the bugs were delicious. That's what the future is going to be like, huh? Okay, maybe not, but, you know, we'll see. This stuff keeps, keeps encroaching. They keep escalating the mandates. And that's why I say you've got to just don't go to a business that says wear a mask. And that means for Chicago, you know, I'll put it this way. It, it's probably the last time I'll ever be there. I'm from there and I was like, I should go. It's a family thing. Enjoy what's, 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 what I can while all of this basically goes under. There were mask mandates. All right. So I wore a mask every so often, took it off. You know, it, it, we, we even in some points were just like covering our mouths and just being like, there, is that sufficient? But it's just absolutely ridiculous. When you walk into a restaurant, you have to wear a mask for 10 seconds, then take, take your mask off. It's meaningless, completely meaningless. And I'll tell you this, half the places we went to, we didn't even wear masks. And we walked in and no one said anything. It was just like very specific places where it was like, you'd walk in, they hand you the mask, you know, but we went to, we went to a restaurant, you just walk in without it. And you're like, are you, we're going to sit down in 10 seconds. Are you really going to kick us out? And they didn't, and they wouldn't. So I don't know, man, I don't really care all that much about masks, but I will tell you this. We're at the point where I'm just fed up. I'm so over it. And I think most people are too, but we'll see. We'll see. Plan ahead. I don't think you guys, you guys are gonna be traveling next year for the holidays. Especially with an election coming up, this is going to get worse. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then.